Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. We're your host, Chop. And Blake. And this week, we are small time in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think the other guys really care about the topic at hand anyway. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to knock it out before they get here to record the main episode. Also, fuck them. And also, fuck them. Yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> uh, so today, we're nerding out. It's a good one. So back in 1997, yeah, uh, I bought a game because I had $20 in my pocket that I needed to burn, you know? Yeah. And it was it was Final Fantasy VII in a in a gray PlayStation three disc box set. Yeah, um, I played it and was like, "Yeah, that was pretty good." But I didn't like beat it. I didn't really understand it. I didn't really know what I had. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a couple years later, um, I got back into it and tried to play it again, just because I'd never really you mm-hmm. know gone hard on it or whatever. And I finally figured out like how everything works, how the material works, how the, like, just, I figured out how to play the game right? the way it's supposed to be played. Um, and I loved it. Loved it. So I think I got through the first couple of discs and then was like, um, shit, I need to go, I need to go get the third disc because the third disc has got fucked up, eaten by a dog or I don't know, something. Yeah. And so I went to the store and I was like, hey, I need the third disc for this. And by then, it had gone to greatest hit. So I, I got the Final Fantasy VII with the green stripe on it. Yeah. Stripe on it, yeah. I bought it for $17 with the green stripe on it. Nice. And was like, awesome. I have the full disc set. And I threw the other, the gray one away, the original one away. Right. The, the two discs or whatever. Played it. I've I played it probably three or four or five times, like, throughout the years right uh-huh. and at some point i decided uh i need to go back and get this again because the one of the discs was skipping or something like that mm-hmm. and i went back and was like hey i just need the first disc i was gonna buy it used because obviously they didn't make it anymore i was gonna buy it used and they were like yeah you can buy um the full disc set for 175 dollars mm-hmm. and i was like what no that's fucking crazy so i was like what, what about just the first disc and they were like no like that's not <laughs> that's not a thing anymore uh, this game went from like, I feel like it went from a game that, that I, people had definitely heard of it cause there was six. Yeah. Um, and, and what was the other one? Well, uh, really even, uh, if you track it back way further than that, like even one was pretty big on the NES <clears throat> and then, uh, two and three, eh, not as much. Uh, four was really big though. Um, and then there was Chrono Trigger. Right. Chrono and Trigger and, uh, t- uh, cri- no, not Time Crisis. What's the, what's the other one? Um, uh, Crisis. There was a, Crisis Core. No, right? that, that was way later. Uh, oh. Crisis Core is the actual sequel to, or not the sequel, it's the prequel to Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Um, but anyway, there was uh, um, Final Fantasy Tactics was around that era. Um, there was, fuck, uh, Chrono Trigger and uh, Vagrant, Vagrant. Vagrant Story was another one that Square Enix did that was really big. And then uh, Legend of Dragoon also kind of fit in there. Roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there were a few games that, that within at least within that um, that category of gaming, that the, those people knew of Final Fantasy VII and how great it was. Yeah. And it went from that to like almost like, like Citizen Kane or something. Like Undisputed, this is one of the great... It, it may not be the greatest game in everyone's 
like hierarchy and everyone's top three. But it's on the list. But it's on the list. Like everyone recognized that Final Fantasy VII is one of the greatest games of all time, mm-hmm. and uh, it went from a seventeen, I think twenty dollars the first time I bought it, seventeen dollars on greatest hits to one hundred and seventy-five dollars for the full disc set. Yeah. Um, man, there's there's so much to unload about this, honestly. <laughs> but uh, so I was really young when this game came out. I was five when this game came out, and uh, I still remember playing it really early on. Like I can remember being five or six and trying to play it, and obviously not grasping the story or deeper like combat mechanics or anything like that, but still playing it because I liked it. And uh, just to put it into perspective for our listeners, I was eleven when when the game originally came out. Right. So, um, and honestly, a, a part of it was probably because you were playing it so much, and you know, I was looking up to my older brother and was like, "Yeah, he's playing this. I want to play this." And then. I latched onto that, but then it ended up in a, you know, crippling RPG addictions. <laughs> uh, you know, I kept up with it after that. So, like, I played uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, not 11, 12, 13, uh, 14 still, and uh, 15. So, like, I kept up with it way after this, but um, n- 9 was really, really good, but nothing quite nailed it as well as seven i don't think right and they're and nine and seven are two very different games right so like seven's kind of got this like cyberpunky uh or steampunk kind of like world to it and nine is like high fantasy mages knights kind of thing yep uh so two very very different games um but anyway so going back to seven um obviously the reason that we're talking about this now um is because one, the game uh, is being remade, and the first part of it comes out in less than a month from now, uh, which I'm super stoked for. The other mm-hmm. reason is because they just released a demo of that game uh, last week, and me and you both had a chance to play it. Yep. Um, so as much as I just want to sit here and talk about Final Fantasy VII, the original, let's talk about the demo and all the ways that it like, reflects against the original that you know we, we felt and... But I feel like you have to give some context of like like this is this is uh, nostalgia for me like this is and yeah. for you as well because yeah. I know you played it back in the day as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason it's it's so important for people to know that we've played this game and loved it already is because like when I the first thing I want to say is that when it when it when you start the game when you first start the demo and that music starts playing mm-hmm. it's like blast from the past like it's the closest way to go straight back into time like i can yeah, i can remember sitting on the floor and do 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 you know mm-hmm. well not only that but we used to fall asleep with that still playing on the tv uh-huh. so like i have like <laughs> this ingrained in my head where i'm like falling to sleep to the same you know little melody every single night that i was staying over there and uh so i again going back to the demo that we just played uh, you load it up and it's that same song, but like better and, new yeah, and updated, but still the exact song. And like, but that starts us down this road of, of reviewing this demo, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's the perfect way to set the pace for this whole conversation. Um, just the opening sequence takes you right back into it, like immediately, but it's all fresh and new. It's the right. same, but new, like they could not have, they could not have nailed it more perfect. Like, um, if they would have if they would have changed it too much, then it, it wouldn't have worked. And you'd have been like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. That's not what they did. It it immediately felt like Final Fantasy VII. And also it looked great and sounded great and had voice acting and yeah, all yeah. the things that we're about to get into. Right. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, you you do that, and then I, I kind of want to take it right on that same track. You hit new game. Let's play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit new game, and it immediately goes into that like it goes dark, and then it starts lighting back up with that green glow, and then it's Aries, and then it like does the whole yeah, and it uh, Aries walking out, and they zoom uh-huh. out, and all of that. Uh, first of all, Aries looks fucking incredible, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Um, in the the original game, she's just wearing like this kind of pale pink dress, and you can't see her face or anything because it's all yeah. blocks. And she's built out of yeah, she's built out of squares. Yeah, so uh, like she's not supposed to be like this drop dead super hot chick. That's that's Tifa. That's Tifa. Right? Yeah, she comes later. Yeah, um, but she is supposed to, like I, I I like that you see her for the first time, and it's like awesome. Like she looks very homely and uh, but still really like. I don't know. Cute, maybe is the right attractive. Word, but yeah, uh, but she's kind of like got the little like freckles on her nose kind of thing, and she's still wearing like this long pink dress, and uh, she's not supposed to be like fan service knockout like Tifa is. But uh, I like that you actually get to see. Okay, she doesn't look like a middle aged housewife now, like she did in the original game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. And then they, you know, they start zooming out, and you get to see Midger for the first time. And then, so <clears throat> you you you. Uh... You see them, I called it Mako because we didn't have fucking voice actors back then. Right. So we read it the way an English person would read it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, an epiphany or a shock when they were calling it Mako, Mako. in the demo. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to call it Mako because fuck them, I'm right. Uh, you can see the Mako coming out of the, the pipes and she's yeah. like, she's messing with it and, and it looks great. And then it zooms out a little bit and she drops her flowers and it's the same intro. Like it's mm-hmm. the same. And and as it zooms out, you you, um, you see the Mako go, like swirling around, and then you see the city, and the helicopter flies by, and then you see the tower, mm-hmm. you know, and general that, tower, yeah, and that fucking comet like shows up, comes into, yeah, dude, and it hits so hard, and then it and then the the logo, the meteor fades away, and you start seeing the flashes of the train, yeah. And then it shows something else, and it cuts back. And hearing it, too, yeah. And, and then it zooms in, and as you get closer, you start hearing it while you're zooming in. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, they get there, and the Shenron soldiers um, are kind of inspecting the train. And then that's when you get your first look at... And that music. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then you get your first look at uh, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse right then. Which turns out... <laughs> yeah. Jesse is fucking hot. Yep, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying about Ares. Like, you see her in the original game, and she's like, ah, okay, she's got, like, red hair and a bun or something. And, like, that's really all you get other than, then, like, uh, honestly, it could be, it was pretty ambiguous the first time I played the game. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a man or a woman even. Like, yeah, uh, it's just a red-haired person named Jesse. I'm, and through the context of playing, like, yeah, it, you, obviously you realize, yeah. but but in this in this newer version, you get to see it. And so this is like, it's like, it's like a memory, but now all of a sudden you're wearing your glasses or something. Like right. it's it's like it's the same thing, but now all of a sudden you can see it f- the way it was supposed to be seen, the way it was imagined. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get to see uh, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse, and now all of a sudden they all have like a face. They all have. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes their character, which was in- incredibly well done in the original, even, mm-hmm. but it makes that character come through harder if you can. If you can see them, you know, yeah, definitely. Well, and and hear them too was another big thing. Uh, yeah, I was gonna get there. That 
being able to hear their voice and have voice actors just as a whole nother like angle of depth that you can you can take it yeah uh it adds it definitely adds a level of like uh like personability i guess to each character Um, connect to them quicker uh which leads right into the next thing that i definitely wanted to talk about barrett hops down off the train and the first time you i heard his voice i was just like fuck yeah (laughs) there he is that's barrett i know uh and they gave him a super deep gruff like aggressive voice and it's fucking awesome like that's exactly how i had it in my head yep uh and it it does hurt a little bit because i know what happens to biggs and wedge and jesse yeah and it makes me like instead of just being like some some side block characters that i don't really care about because i don't even get to play it as them now all of a sudden like it's like people that I'm connecting to, and mm. and I'm like, fuck, I don't want them, I yeah. don't want them to die. I don't want Spoiler them to. Alert. Yeah, uh, yeah. If if you never played the original game, yeah, probably some spoilers in here. But uh, that's less of one. It is. I mean, it is a spoiler, but for sure. But mm. uh, we're getting into some bigger spoilers here. So you know. Uh, oh yeah. We're, yeah. So uh, so you get to see Biggs, Wedge, Jesse. You get to see Barrett, and then Cloud jumps off. And you get to see Cloud for the first time. What do you think of Cloud? I thought they nailed it. So in, in early, early, early images from this game, right? Uh, they had him and he was, I want to say he was like just jacked in the early images. And and people were kind of like, that's something's not right. Like he's supposed mm-hmm. to be strong, but then they kind of did all this changes and stuff like that. And now he's got that like real lean, like he's super thin, but still strong looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's, perfect like i think they nailed that uh i don't think he's supposed to be like because you know barrett is supposed to be big and and imposing and and powerful and cloud is supposed to be like uh more almost like ninja ish like he's supposed to be toned but still like thin and yeah bruce lee dude he should look like bruce lee yeah uh he almost looks like he's hasn't eaten enough and (laughs) but he's still really strong you know uh but i think they nailed it and then his voice was spot on i liked it and the Buster Sword, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so one nice touch while while we're here, uh, you pointed this out while while I was playing the demo. You could see the materia slots on the Buster Sword, uh-huh. and you could see the materia slotted in it, mm-hmm. um, which is really fucking cool. Uh, we didn't get to see any more weapons in the demo, so I, I hope that that still works the same way, like the same weapon progression, and you get to see the different weapons that he gets throughout the game, and then all of them have their own slots and stuff. I think that would be really fucking cool. Uh, but we don't know for sure how that's going to look yet because we didn't get there. Uh, the map, uh, I just we're going to get through everything that that is the same, and then we'll we'll hit on what's different. Yeah. Um. So the music is new and updated, but, but the still same. the same. Yeah. The characters are new and updated, but the same. Mm-hmm. Um. And the map, the map, it was it was a, a, another reason it was awesome see it's like you could see it from a different angle right you like, do you literally do instead of seeing it from the the i guess it's still third person but third person omniscient or something like from above right n- now all of a sudden you get to see it like you're right behind cloud as you're running through this yeah before it's like a, a fly on the wall or like a bird's eye view or something like that and now you get this uh you know third third person perspective directly behind the character mm-hmm so you so, but it's the exact same map, and right. I, well, the, well, I guess what I want to point out, or or when that clicked in my brain, 
is when we were playing right there before you get to the reactor and you were like, oh, that's where the save point was uh-huh. because they don't have a save point in this one now because you don't need it anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, you can like, you can remember that spot, even though you're looking at it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. You're like, holy shit, this is, this is where it was. Yeah. So one of the things that caught me in that same way, uh, and this is starting to get into a little bit of the differences, but like you, uh, you're running across a bunch of shit and you're like going through the doors uh, to get into the reactor and then you hit that bridge and eventually you have the fight with the Airbuster on that mm-hmm. bridge on, in a different reactor. But uh, that was one that caught me and then you get inside you go a little bit further and then that like parking garage-esque thing that kind of spirals downwards mm-hmm. uh, and you're running through there. And in this version, you actually are running through there. So there's like lasers and shit and kind of got to like time it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you actually see it and you go, oh, fuck, like, that's that thing that I just kind of ran in a circle down that was basically like a glorified spiral staircase, you know? Yeah. Uh, but now it's actually like there's shit in here. Like there's, you know, lasers and there's like potions over in the back. And like, you know, I'm paying attention to what's going on inside of that garage. Whereas before it's a 2D background. So all you really see is the character run in circles right there and then come down. Uh, so stuff like that really, I don't know, that that stuck out pretty hard for me. But uh that kind of goes into that like there's differences where because you're playing in this third person's perspective instead of like bird's eye or like fly on the wall or whatever um you get these like these areas that you know where you are but it looks so different because you're there you're inside of something whereas before you could only see the outside and your character moves on the inside or whatever you know uh so i thought that was really cool that's that it's kind of like uh you want to see them change as little as possible, kind of, when you're going back to remake this game. But they have to change certain things based on just the perspective of the the game and, and the character, you know. And, and, and what people expect from a game now. I mean, right. people, uh, you can't, you can't do like a, like a turn-based, you know, wait for, wait for your bar to fill up type. And, right. and this is where it's going to get into the gameplay and, and what's a little bit different about it. Um that game, that game back then wouldn't work. It was, it was shackled by its limitations, by its technological limitations right. of the time that now don't exist. Mm-hmm. So now you can have things, um, like, like voice acting and you can have things like real time, like action oriented combat. Right. Yeah. Um, and that gets into that. So, uh, man, I really like the combat system. <laughs> uh, I know. So when you played, I was watching and I saw you struggle with it a little bit more than I did. Uh, I'm not. I'm not natural with third person, uh, like hack and slash. Right. Like, that's just not my style of game. I, I I love Call of Duty. I love first person shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved the story that was Final Fantasy VII, and I loved the uh, the RPG aspect, which is why I got into like Fallout and all those type of games. That's my yeah. shit. Um. This is not a game. Or this, if I hadn't have played the original Final Fantasy VII, this one would be hard to pull me in. Yeah. But since I played the original Final Fantasy VII, it's absolutely going to pull me in. Yeah. Um, um, so I probably have a little bit more experience. One, just because I play more games. Uh, two, because like that, it feeds a little bit off of like the newest versions of Final Fantasy. Like Final Fantasy XV is a hack and slash game. Uh, so I had you know a little bit more experience with that i guess uh but i went into it and the thing that i wanted to feel the most was that like turn-based combat system where you get to select abilities and do things like that uh how they were going to implement that and i think they nailed it so basically the way it works is as you're hack and slashing your way through the game it charges a gauge and 
uh, once one of and you can actually store them, so you can have two gauges full. Um, but once you get one gauge full, you can hit X basically and go into a menu. Time basically freezes. It's significantly slowed down, like ninety percent at least. Yeah. Uh, and then you can go like, all right, I want magic, uh, fire, cast, and then you have your same kind of turn-based abilities that you had before where people would wait on you to select the next thing, but you still... But it happens like in real time instead of... Instead right. Of... And on top of that, you you have the... Uh, you don't have the dead time where you're just waiting for the gauge to fill up. You get to sit there and mm-hmm. button mash and, you know, hack and slash your way around to try and fill that gauge faster. Um, so I thought that was fucking awesome. Like, like they, I don't know of a way they could have implemented that. Like, uh, it's ATB is active time battle system or something like that. Uh, I don't know how they could have implemented that any more. So I felt it just like in the original Final Fantasy VII. I was, I was, oh shit! I need, I need Barrett to to his turn to be up because I need to use his limit break, and I need uh, Cloud to his time to be up because I need you know, his healing or I need this or I need that. Um, I definitely felt that playing this. Uh-huh. It's just also you're doing all this other shit that was a little bit overwhelming for me as as a novice hack and slasher. Right. And that's something that you'll get used to as you play the game. And not just you, but people in general, as they play the game, they'll get used to kind of the combat system and then go, okay, this makes more sense. I can tell you and, you know, call me a noob or a bitch or whatever, but I can tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I played it on normal, the demo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that shit on easy and I'm going to blow <laughs> through it just to fucking experience it, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm also like a completionist and trophy hunter and that kind of shit so i'm sure there's gonna be trophies tied to beating it on normal or whatever see i'm in the i'm in it for the story that's what i'm in it for yeah but uh i de- but that is where i was going is I, I definitely felt the okay i need barrett to i need his meter to fill up because i need to use he comes uh right off the bat with heal mm-hmm. um and he's got some ranged attacks so you're like fuck i need those ranged attacks uh-huh. um and then cloud you know his limit breaks have always been powerful so you're like oh i need to get Cloud's limit break while this fucking turret's down so I can get in here and fuck shit up. Right. So I, I felt the the turn-based, even though I was constantly doing something. And I think what I struggled with was, and, and, and it's a cool feature, it's just not something I'm used to, Right. is the, the like, you can shout, kind of, or you can, you can command your whole team and not Still really... Still control one person. Like, actually hack and slash control one person, but give orders to everybody else at the same right. time. Uh, which... Definitely. And what I kept trying to do, and, and when I play the real game, I'm going to have to get used to, to calling the orders instead of doing what I did. But what I kept trying to do was I would completely switch characters, and I'm playing from their perspective now, mm-hmm. and then I would try and do the thing. And that's just... Which, a, I mean, has its own merits, too, because uh, an AI playing by itself is not going to charge the gauges as fast and stuff like that. So there are merits to switching characters. Um, but there's also merits to, I'm going to sit here and lay down damage while I can, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, so I I really like it. The combat system was fucking awesome. I don't know any other way. Like, I can't think of a way that they could have implemented that better in a more modern way without just completely fucking up the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will say that going in to the, like, this first few fights and trash mobs where you're just kind of fighting people, I didn't feel... Uh, as I guess challenge is maybe the wrong word, but, like, I didn't feel like I had to use 
my uh, ATB gauges and stuff like that as often until you get to the Scorpion. And once you got to the Scorpion, it was like, fuck, I need these gauges as fast as I can possibly get them because I need to do some shit now. Like, it's it's time to fucking get into the actual combat. And when you're tr- when the ATB gauge is full and you pick a character and you're like, I'm going to do this thing, it like like you said, it slows down enough that you have time to like, okay, do I want to use do I want to use cure? Do I have enough magic to to mm-hmm. last through the end of this fight? Do I need to use a an ether or a potion? Do I want to you know skip right now and just do a regular attack so I can come back later? Mm-hmm. You have time to make those decisions, which is what was so fun in Final Fantasy VII was like stacking and staggering your attacks and making it. Mm-hmm. hit in in sequence right mm-hmm. um the only thing that i'm still curious about is i, I want to see how the materia works yeah because that was arguably the best part of the original final fantasy 7 yep i would totally agree and i think from what i saw of the combat system i don't see any reason that that kind of uh same setup isn't gonna apply like for instance uh if you go into the menu and you select fire uh, and then you select an enemy. I don't see any reason they shouldn't be able to apply all, and you, you just fucking cast fire at everybody. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know that for sure. I just love the freedom that 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 like that mechanic afforded you in the original, where you yeah. can where you can. I mean, every every different person is going to play is going to. They have to play it a different way. Like they're gonna. You know, maybe they'll stack all their their summons on one person, or maybe yeah. they'll they'll spread their summons out to balance out the attack versus the magic power, and mm-hmm. maybe they'll like. I, and I love being able to to equip this with this, and then you know this put this person forward so their ATB gauge fills up sooner, and and you can totally just completely change what a character is originally designed to do to do whatever the fuck you wanted in the original. So like. Yeah, you can have a full fucking summoner mage Barrett, and you can have a full tank Yuffie or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so shit like that is really cool. Obviously, my play style, I stuck a little bit closer to the original cast uh, in their ideas. So um, I am excited to see other characters. One of them that I'm super stoked for and I actually found out isn't going to be playable in the first game is Red 13. Uh, oh. So you... I, so this kind of goes into some more stuff. Uh, this is they split the game into what is going to be a trilogy, which kind of makes sense. Uh, the game takes longer because you're going through all of these um, areas in the perspective of the person or right behind them, as opposed to just kind of running through them. Right. Mm-hmm. So the game takes longer to get to the same part, you know. Um, so I think the fastest I ever beat the original Final Fantasy VII was like 74 hours or yeah. something like that. Uh so it kind of makes sense, um, but it's chopped up a little differently than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more aimed at like each disc kind of thing. Um, so f- disc one is actually through the end of Midgar, which kind of makes sense. Midgar's a big fucking area. It takes a long time to get out of there. Uh, but because of that, in Midgar, Red 13 only fights with your party like twice. And so in this game, he's going to be, he's going to be there. You're going to see him. You're going to get to hear him all of that but uh i think he's only like a guest and ai controlled for Mm. this game and then once you leave midgar and he's actually like a member of the party then you'll get to control him and and do that but uh, yeah so getting into what what i'm excited to see and what the demo didn't show us was definitely uh i want to see all the characters i start imagining the characters right mm -hmm. well i i to just to close up the the materia thing um 
I really think that they're going to they're going to nail it because they've nailed every other aspect of it, right? right they're going to yeah. make it new and fresh and modern with the same feel. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not worried about that, but we didn't get to see it, so let's let's yeah. see what the, what the ga- actual game has in store. Also, I'm excited to see that. Also, what I'm excited to see is the characters uh Red 13 is one. Um I want to see Vincent. Mhm. I want to see Vincent so bad cuz you know he's going to look like a f- like a monster. Like yep. He's going to uh so I mean, pretty much all of them. Like I mean, fuck, I'm, I'm excited to see all of them. But yeah. Red Thirteen is definitely up there on my list, which we will get to see at least this game. Uh, Vincent will be later, but uh, also Sid. I'm really curious to see how he looks and if they actually stick and go hard with it. And he's just fucking chain smoking cigarettes every time he's in a cutscene. <laughs> uh, and then Yuffie uh, is another one that I really want to see, uh, just to kind of see if they play up the like ninja aspects more and 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 a big part of it is i want to see her weapons because her weapons always i thought were really cool and you know i kind of want to see tifa too yeah you know <laughs> me yeah yeah uh so another thing i'm really excited which by the way to, for those of you that didn't play the original tifa has huge titties yeah huge uh, like like even when they had box characters that were made out of cardboard boxes they still gave her an extra box to emphasize yeah. how huge her titties were for sure uh so other things I'm really excited for. I'm curious to see what summoning looks like, because uh, that's going to be interesting to me. And then um, one of the ones that just immediately when I started thinking, like after I got done playing the demo, I was thinking like, oh, what's this fight going to be like? Or what is this? You know, what's this going to be like? And, you know, obviously your brain goes to some of the really big in-game fights with like Sephiroth and shit like that. But uh, one of the ones that is earlier on and unfortunately still not going to be in this first game but the basilisk that's right next to the chocobo farm. Yeah, the giant snake. In yeah, the, and in it's the like swamp. A, it's like a fucking hundred foot long snake. I'm stoked to see what that looks like. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. That that was one of, when when you play that one in the original. It they make it a point to be like, look how overwhelming this is. Yeah, and then you're like, fuck it, I can take it because they put it in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, cool. And then you run up and hit it with your sword, your Buster sword with Cloud. And the snake's just like, nah, fuck you, and kills you. Yeah. Like, immediately yep. in the in the original. And then Sephiroth is like, I got this. And he's like, fuck you, I killed you. And that's how they establish, like, how, how much more powerful Sephiroth is than you are. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked to see that. Like, one, just to see it, like, running past it, I'm really, like, curious what the marsh is going to look like when you're running through there with a the chocobo and shit. And uh, you're trying to outrun that fucking snake. Basilisk, yeah. <laughs> and Do then, you remember uh, the anxiety when you're running through that oh, and the yeah. snake's about to get you? Mm-hmm. Fuck. And then uh, getting to the other side of the swamp and then seeing the basilisk just, like, pinned to a tree where Seth- Sephiroth just went fucking savage. Damn, yeah. Uh so yeah, that that's something I'm like super excited for. Um, outside of that, like I'm really curious how it's gonna work with uh, like the elevator fight when you're leaving Shinra, mm-hmm. like how that fight's gonna work. Um, I'm excited to see the Chocobo farm, the Cold Saucer, mm-hmm. and the races. Like that's yeah. gonna be so much cooler. Because mm-hmm. um, it was a it was fun to play. It's gonna be better. Uh-huh. Like it just is. It was kind of choppy. It was kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be smooth. It's gonna be sharp. It's gonna look nuts mm-hmm. um yeah i'm excited to play the mini games <laughs> the uh-huh. cold saucer it's gonna be the shit uh yeah dude like the battle arena with all the status effects that you just get tossed at you mm-hmm. it's gonna oh be- all of your team are frogs now mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck yeah and you're blind by the way <laughs> your just whole screen goes black <laughs> yeah how are they gonna pull that off uh i'm excited i'm excited to play it um and i'm gonna play it 
Even yeah. though it's not my style of game, I know it's going to be great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I mean, we're nerding out, so I'm going to bring it up. There's this coming out in, uh, uh, I think it's April 10th, just under a month from now. Uh, also, later this month, we have Doom Eternal coming out, which is going to be sick. I always like Doom since the reboot. It's awesome. Uh, and then another huge one is two months from now, we get The Last of Us 2, mm-hmm. which is going to be fucking awesome. Which is another excellent story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just all kinds of shit coming out this year. And then later this year, we get uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which is the cyberpunk game coming from the people that made The Witcher. So, so some good nerding out content coming. For sure. But I think that'll about wrap it up. We already fucking... At this point, we're just reminiscing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hey guys, let us know if if you like this content. If you uh, if you want to hear more nerding out, we can definitely. I mean, fuck, I know. can do this all day. Yeah, <laughs> I could have a whole show like this. So uh, I, I, if it's something that everybody likes, we could we could make it more frequent, or you know, we can keep it infrequent. And if y'all are like, fuck you like, guys, oh, we're about drinking whiskey. Fuck your video games. Then by all means, let us know because we'll, yeah. uh, I'll keep that to my damn self. But anyway, yeah, hit us up. All right, we got new episodes every week, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.